Hi everyone, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting EXIT PLAN with no spaces to 44222. That's EXIT PLAN to 44222. Again, text EXIT PLAN to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. My next guest is uh, a perennial guest, joins us uh, many times, and we've talked about a lot of different topics. Uh, Vince Mastrovito from Prometheus Partners in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and we're, we're going to talk uh, uh, today about family dynamics. Now, Prometheus Partners educates and advises business owners on how to best harvest and manage their equity. So you think about it, what, why are you in business? You're in business to build equity. Otherwise, you could just go get a job. You want to build your equity, but we're going to talk about how to best harvest and manage it, and especially around the topic of family dynamics. So, Vince, thanks so much for joining me once again, and welcome back. Well, thanks, Bill. It's uh, great to talk to you again, and thanks for, uh, thanks for having me on the show. Oh, my pleasure, Vince. It's always I always get great remarks, and people are like, Vince is Vince knows what he's talking about. He presents it clearly, and so you're always welcome here. And you and I are both members of uh, a group called BEI, which is Business Enterprise Institute, which is really a group of people that are interested and 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 very motivated to help people in the world of business succession and exit planning. And family businesses have another dynamic to them, and that is they have to they have to leave the business and a lot of times go home and get along. Sometimes it's it's at Thanksgiving. They have to have happy Thanksgivings, let's put it that way. So so let's talk about a little bit about more about Prometheus events before we get into that. Just remind our listeners what Prometheus Partners does and a little bit about your background. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Bill. Um, so my, a little bit of my background is uh, I have um, was spent 20, almost 25 years uh, in the wealth management world and uh, uh, have sold that business off to, to my partner. So we have transitioned that uh, or transitioning that over, uh, over to her. Uh, and then my focus is helping business owners understand how they can get more value acceleration inside their business. So what is their value and how do you protect it and harvest it? Uh, and then how do you handle it at maturity when it's all done? Uh, and then doing some strategic business planning for the owner to make sure that they can capitalize uh, on the equity that they have inside of their business. So we, we really try to focus um, on the value and the growth. We think that's a huge part of exit planning. Uh, if you are going to exit, you have to have a business that has some sustainable growth in where you're going to go so that you can finance uh, a buyer or a family transition. Yeah, it's got to be attractive to the buyer, <laughs> right? And uh, a lot of businesses does, yeah. aren't. <laughs> a lot of, uh, if you look at a lot of businesses these days, and uh, when I or you walk into them and we go, why, I, I, can't, I can't imagine buying this business as it is without the owner intact, 
Um, and uh, now when you have a family business, you have the added dynamics of uh, all of the baggage that comes with that a lot of the time. And um, choosing successor owners, uh, favoring one person over another, or or just realizing that that person is not going to make it, those are all part of uh, evaluation, evaluation when you're trying to figure out who's going to run and take over this business. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about the dynamics of family business. Why is it so important to have good dynamics in a family business, Vince? I think it is very important. I can't, I cannot stress enough how important it is to have really good family dynamics with inside the business. If, um, uh, if, if dad is running the business, uh, and, if, and even if mom and dad are both running the business and they have children inside the business that they eventually want to, to have take over this business, the dynamics within there are first and foremost is how do all of them get along? What type of family mm-hmm. governance programs do they have? What are they doing to, to build value inside the business? So if we were to dissect each one of the family members, uh, how could we put a metric to them as to what kind of value they're bringing back to the business and what do they look like from a long-term perspective and then also, how are they going to get along with some of the key people that maybe mom and dad have hired into the business that are older than uh, the children? And could there be some um, touchy dynamics with uh, sending a young son or daughter in charge of people who may have been at the business for 20 or 30 years and may feel slighted or maybe that they are not equipped to run this business uh, in a proper manner or just maybe don't communicate very well uh, to the other members in the rank and file within the business. Well, you've just said a mouthful, and there, there's a lot of – we've got at least three hours of material just in what you just said. So, um, <laughs> You do, yeah. Get, you know, get, getting along <laughs> together and all of that stuff, and, you know, why do they get along? Why do they not get along? Who gets along with whom? Uh, all of that type of a, a dynamic, and I think one of the last things you said, which is tr- is hugely important, is if if the successor o- uh, leader that the business owner has chosen, the the family member, really isn't the best person for the job, how are we going to tell them, and who's going to tell them? And um, it, you know, it boils down to what's best for the business. So uh, let let's talk a little bit more about this. So let's. What challenges can an owner have if they if they don't clarify all these di- dynamics? Well, you could have a business that may not be able to sustain itself over a period of time. Uh, that would be one. That would be very critical. If uh, uh, if the son or daughter is not properly uh, trained and understands the metrics of the business and, and the growth of the business. As the parents kind of move outside, then the dynamics of the business is going to be severely erupted. You could have um, huge problems with uh, vendors or customer relationships because Mm -hmm. now those could be tarnished. And if those become too tarnished, then you might not be able to, you know, get those, those customers back into the business from a revenue perspective. And so, um, we have always taken the approach, Bill, of 
really trying to have conversations with the family at the very beginning stages of our relationships to, to make sure that, the, that, first of all, mom and dad under, uh, have a clear path and goal as to what it is that they want to accomplish and why is it that they want to appoint one child over another child to a particular uh, position inside the company. We've also went um, an extra step, Bill, to kind of look at them from a a leadership perspective, and we have done some leadership um, assessments on them to kind of understand what are their leadership qualities uh, and how would they mesh with some of the other key people with inside of the business. And when you start taking a look at it from this perspective, I think it allows you to have some pretty healthy conversations, not only with the owners, but with the families uh, and even with some of the employees, the key people, to help understand how is this transition actually going to happen and how to make it happen in a smooth and efficient manner. Because at the end of the day, Bill, as you are very well of, most transitions fail. Um, uh, but uh, you have to make sure that if the owner, the current owners, need the equity uh, from the business to sustain their lifestyle, they want to make sure that they get as high a percentage of success, not only to the business, but to the kids and to the employees also. And by taking all of these steps, uh, amongst others, I think will help them to accomplish the goals that they really want to accomplish. Now you're hitting on a real huge point, that, and that is a, a really good point. And I, I find that some owners don't need another dime from the business, and some owners need every penny from the business as they as they move towards retirement. And to the extent that they don't need that money, there's a lot less pressure on the next generation. But to the extent that they do need it, there could be a lot of tension if things start to, uh, if they if they say, you know, we're we're turning it over to you, the kids and things they start to see a little bit of a hiccup it's kind of like uh the the driver's education car that has the brake on the passenger side where the parents now sitting and they keep hitting the brake and the and it creates frustrations on both sides um so uh so you're you you would start with again like you said the parents goals and their their kind of their why they do certain things or why they they want it to be a certain way do you find that if there's some awkwardness in there that uh, the parents aren't sure that if their if their son or daughter is going to be able to take over the business, do they look to you to make that judgment call? Uh, yeah, sometimes they will, and sometimes we are in a position that we will just you know politely uh, suggest to them that we don't really feel that um, that this be may be the right fit and. Um, and and so we we do it in a in a in a manner that is a is a very healthy conversation. And as as I always tell business owners, I say, look at there may be some things that we talk about at a particular meeting that might just not sit right with you. But I just ask that you um, go through the process and understand where we're trying to come from when we when we're trying to explain things as to why we feel that way. And uh, but most most owners will will notice from a pretty early on phase if one of the kids really is not going to be situated or fit for that particular type of situation. Because if you start to give them, if you challenge the children and give them a responsibility, 
give them a task or two that uh, is above um, what they normally do that would kind of show leadership skills, uh, communication skills, follow-through and detail skills. And when you're taking a look at all of those things, if you notice that they really aren't doing those, and that could be a huge problem down the road if they were given full reins of the business, uh, because as I said earlier in our conversation, not only is it going to affect the revenue, it's going to affect the value, uh, which has a trickle-down effect on everything else. And, um, you know, since uh, the majority of uh, business owners have about 60 to 100% of the net worth wrapped up in the business, that would tell me that um, a lot of them may need the the equity in the business to sustain at least a portion mm-hmm if not a majority of their independence when they walk out, and that's going to be critical. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, And back to, again, that situation where the owner says there's a lot riding on this, and if this does not Mm -hmm. go well, um, we're not going to ever have happy Thanksgivings ever again, which is, you know, which is is a shame, but, you know, it it certainly does happen. We've seen uh, situations, both you and I, where you walk into a situation and you know the, the uh, the son or daughter of the owner is not a good fit. Everybody else knows, but the owner is just try- is trying to say, well, maybe they'll grow into it. Maybe, th- but like you said, there are certain characteristics that leaders and owners have to have or develop and show an inclination towards developing those if they don't demonstrate them now. And if they're not willing to uh, do an assignment or learn something, or I, I always say, you know, leaders are readers. They need to be able to capture the wisdom of others and act on that, um, maybe join a peer group or something like that. So, so if the value of the business is affected, we're, we're, we're all in big trouble down the road, and the owners don't want to be five years older and coming back into the business um, to, to try to resurrect it. That's not good. So uh, no. let's, let's talk about, you, you, you mentioned a family uh, business uh, story that, that you worked with someone in this situation. Can you walk us through that? Maybe that will help our listeners understand um, how, you, how you help. Yeah, so uh, in a case where I saw that family dynamics were, were pretty good in a situation was a case I was brought in, in a couple years ago in Grand Rapids. It was a retail lighting business and uh, mom had uh, started the business. So back in the eighties and really grew it to a very successful business. I think they were doing somewhere in the neighborhood about two, two and a half million dollars a year of revenue. Uh, The son was off at college and doing some other things, but came back to the business and really started working in it. And there was a daughter working in the, in the business also and then mom and dad got up in years and really just wanted to transition out and turn everything over to them. And so we had to have uh, several conversations with not only with the parents separately, then with each one of the kids independently and then collectively to understand that ultimately the goal of what we're trying to accomplish is to have a fair premium for the business to pay mom and dad. Uh, along with them to make sure that they had enough cash flow so that they could pay themselves a reasonable salary uh, and just keep this business going. So it took us probably about, uh, I want to say about 14 months to get everything wrapped up and put it in the right, in the right position. And because of all of those meetings, 
that we had and discussions we had, we were able to be successful in transferring a business over minimizing uh, a lot of the tax liability that was out there and uh, making both parties extremely happy. And it's very successful. As a matter of fact, I think this year they're going to cap between four and a half and five million dollars of gross revenue. So they are really just knocking the ball right out of the park. And so we continue to work with them. Uh, they enjoy having uh, the, the process just to continue to go. They're already looking at their kids to take over the business. And so uh, I actually had meetings with uh, a son and a daughter from each family uh, in the next couple of weeks to just kind of start to get them in the right frame of mind and, and move this thing forward and, and hopefully to successfully now get it to the, to the third generation. Yeah, that's another good point. Once, once, uh, the patriarchs are have figured out their plan. It's almost it's time to start for the next generation, so that they don't come up against some of the same obstacles. In your situation that you were in, you you structured uh, it was a stock buyout. I hear a lot these days because of the gifting limits as high as they are about parents who are saying, well, I'll, how about if I gift it to them and I take an income stream from the business in another fashion? Um, is, is that something you're seeing more? Um, because of the high high gifting abilities these days? Yeah, the stock sales I think work out well because this is a C Corp, so a stock sale was <clears throat> was you know, was a good deal. If you if you did a uh if you gifted the stock and took an income then, you know, that would probably create a little bit more tax liability coming back to, to both parties. But uh buying the stock out from mom and dad and coming up with a reasonable price and the number of shares and whatnot over a period of time just seem to work very, very efficiently. I think mm-hmm. each case is um, each case is unique in itself. Um, and I think if we'd have had a little bit more time uh, with mom and dad, we would probably would have brought a couple of additional strategies into play. Uh, but since time was not on our side, then you kind of limit your choices, which I think always goes back to the initial reason for any of these conversations. Bill is the sooner an owner chooses to start doing uh, exit planning, which to us is a part of, which, which is really part of strategic business planning, the easier it is, and it's almost um, anticlimactic, is that the exit becomes part of everyday processes because you have all of these pieces already put into place. And I think that's very, very important. I think you, uh, again, have offered us a good pearl of wisdom, and that is that the, the exit plan is not the, the sale plan by itself. It's, it's that and the transition of the power and the financials, and uh, it's, it's a lot of things. It's a lot of decision-making up front to make sure that you've got the right target for your sale and you're, you're, you've got a we've got to understand timing and we've got to understand how much money you need out of it because in a in another situation where they said I don't need much money out of this at all they might employ completely different strategies um, to make it uh, to make it easier for the business to continue in the future so that's a happy ending for your uh, your client um, and uh, is it look like the next generation um, is uh, is could happen is that what they want I think now there's always that pot yeah, I think we're going to need a long runway in this one, to be honest, is one, because of their youth, they're still in their 20s. Um, yep. And so uh, we're going to need a long runway, which is which will be fine for the for the second generation owners here. 
Um, and so it gives us uh, a tremendous amount of time to, to have those conversations and just to have the tutelage uh, and the coaching of preparing them to, you know, rise to another level and carry more responsibility every year and understand that everything they do, every decision they make, uh, every act or response that they, that they respond to or that they complete will either increase or decrease the value of that business. I mean, mm-hmm. and going as far as how you treat your other employees just because your family will, 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 will actually entrench a, a mental understanding of how do they feel about you, uh, uh, whether it's a good position or a bad position. And so you always want to make sure that you're, that you're aware of that and that you're moving forward. Um, and, and I think, but I think that we will have a successful third generation transition. Yeah. And that's another great point is that, uh, the, your non-family key employees, uh, can feel the tension too. If, if you're trying to attract someone to a business and, they they can see and sense that there's going to be tension. They're they're probably saying, "Why would I sign up for this? I, I don't need this in my life." Um, so there, there's a lot of reasons to get the family dynamics right. Vince helps you do that. You have a free assessment that you offer uh, listeners and uh, and clients as well, which is great. So they can kind of understand um, whether they're heading down the right track. Tell us a little bit about the the free assessment and what it what it looks at. Uh, well, the free assessment is a 12-page report they can get off of our website, uh, PrometheusPartners.com, uh, and it allows them to take a look at not only their personal financial situation, but from the business perspective and from operations and kind of understand uh, at a high level as to where are you now and what kind of urgency might you want to take a look at some of these actions that they're that they may want to try to accomplish down the road. And once they complete the questionnaire, which takes, oh, give it 15, 20 minutes, uh, we will email them the the 12-page report. And then what we do is we follow it up with an additional email that gives a brief description as to how to understand that report. And then if they would like to have a, a conversation with us a little bit further, then we'd be happy to schedule a time with them to to talk further about that report and kind of what it looks like more even in detail. So uh, it's right on our site, again, at uh, PrometheusPartners.com. And uh, for those of you who uh, have not been to the website, you ought to go. Uh, check it out. Take the assessment. Uh, again, it's Prometheus Partners, and let me spell that for you, P-R-O, like pro, M-E-T-I-S, Partners. Dot com. Uh, Vince, you're always a great uh, source of excellent information for our listeners, and I really appreciate your insights, your experience, and your wisdom. And uh, I know we'll be talking again sometime soon because I, I always invite you to come back and uh, and share more with us. We've, we've really covered a lot of ground, and I look forward to our next conversation. Thanks, Bill. Thank you so much. I love being on your program. I really, really, really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 